Hi friends, and welcome back to The Spooky Sesh. My name is Rachel Maxwell, and I'm your host. So today's case we're going to be talking about, um, we're going to go ahead and give this a bit of a trigger warning because it does involve um, children or like young adults. Um, so some people, you know, that could just be a little triggering. Um, this case is absolutely like baffling to me. So... Let's just get started. Um, today, we're going to be talking about Alana Callahan. So, Alana was born October 23rd, 1996, and um, her parents were Betty Joe and Paul. Alana grew up with five other siblings, and she is the fourth of the six kids. So, six total, Alana is the fourth. Um, they lived in Harlem, Georgia, and Betty Jo and Paul, they had some rules of their house, um, so there were no shoes allowed in the house, no hats were allowed in the house, um, the boys were required to have a shirt on at the table, and if boys were over at the house, like for dinner or anything, the girls needed to be covered up. Alana was described as very sweet and loving and just the ideal child. Which, like, I'm not saying she's not, but why do I feel like everyone is described as the ideal child? I'm just spitballing here. Anyway, so the kids befriended um, a boy that lived near them named Aaron Schmidt. Aaron was 14, and Alana was 14 at the time as well. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. Um, but Aaron, he was um, very helpful. He was respectful. He followed all of the rules of the household. So whenever he was over, um, you know, he followed the rules of the house and he went on family vacations with them, had Christmas presents at Christmas time with them, had birthday presents. Like he was literally just treated as like the seventh kid, essentially. So, hmm. Oh, Aaron. So, Aaron, he was raised by his older sister. Um, His mother was on drugs and his dad was in prison. So, he got kind of shuffled through Child Protective Services a lot because his parents were not, um, they weren't great. So, yeah. Yeah, poor Aaron. Um, and his father was in prison for sexually violent offenses. Um, that's all that I could find on that. I didn't look like too, too, too far into it because I don't think I want to know. But anyway, so essentially Aaron just didn't have like the greatest past. Okay. Um... Like, he just, yeah, and I feel bad for him in this sense because he just, yeah, he just didn't have the best upbringing, and so I feel like that doesn't help this situation at all. Okay, so on January 26th, 2011, Alana 
um, got home from school and she was the only one home. Her parents were not home. None of her siblings were home. She was the only one, but she knew that someone was in the house. Um, I don't know if it was just she got like a sense of it or she heard something. I don't really know. But Alana was so freaked out that she grabbed a knife and scissors and, like, was walking around the house, um, trying, like, afraid that someone was about to, like, pop out and freaking get her, man. And that is absolutely petrifying, um, especially at 14 years old. Like, you come home, no one's supposed to be home, and either you hear something or you sense something and someone is in your house. Absolutely petrifying. Like, I can't imagine what she felt. Well, lo and behold, Aaron comes out of the bathroom and was just like, what's up? Like, just act like nothing. Like, mm, okay. Um, Aaron claimed that the doors were left unlocked. And Betty Jo said that that was absolutely a lie. She knew she locked those doors. So, essentially, he got, like halfway banned from the house so betty joe said he wasn't allowed in the house unless her paul or alana's older sister amanda was home so he wasn't allowed there unless like one of the adults were home or the oldest sister and aaron was so mad at alana for this because he's like why did you tell on me like what what were why did you tell on me why did you not like cover for me essentially and like what do you mean aaron you walked into a house that you were not invited into and we're just freaking chilling and like I, okay aaron so again that was on january 26th that that happened so five days later on january 31st 2011 eight-year-old chase which is one of the younger siblings Eight-year-old Chase was dropped off by the school bus at the end of the driveway. And this driveway is half a mile long. So Amanda was watching TV. And so she got up because she needed to, like, go and get Chase. So Alana was on the computer at the time. And Amanda was like, you know, I'm going to go get Chase real quick and then come back. Whatever. Like it's a half mile long driveway. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure they do this every single day. Well, Amanda walked back inside and she saw Aaron's boots next to Alana's shoes. She had only been gone for six to seven minutes total. Okay. And remember one of the rules of the house is no shoes in the house. So Aaron had taken his boots off at the back door and like, had them next to Alana's. So what does that tell you? Aaron's in the house. Aaron and Alana are in the house. Because no shoes in the house. Okay, great. Just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page here. So Amanda noticed that the computer area was in a complete state of disarray, which, remember, is where Alana was. Complete state of disarray. The chair was flung backwards. It was flipped over. The back door was wide open. There was Kool-Aid spilled all over the floor. And Amanda started searching the house for Aaron and Alana. And no one was responding when she was calling for them. 
She had shut and locked the back door. Like, she was getting so annoyed because why were they not answering her? Like, you guys just made a complete disaster of the room. She's trying to find you, and you guys are, like, trying to play a freaking game of hide-and-seek. Like, she's getting annoyed at this point. She's like, what? what is happening? Why is nobody freaking answering me? What is going on? So as Amanda shuts and locks the back door, which was wide open, I would like to add, Aaron comes through the front door. Okay. (laughs) Aaron, as he walks in the front door, says someone took Alana. He saw someone running away with Alana towards the creek. Okay, Aaron, where are you? I'm just curious, Aaron, where were you? Your shoes were off. Like, your boots were at the door. Why did you... What are you doing, Aaron? Okay, we'll find out. Don't worry, I'll I'll let you know. So... (sighs) Aaron and Amanda start going outside because, again, he said someone took Alana and they're running towards the creek or whatever. And so Amanda runs outside to go search for Alana, being like, where did she go? Who the heck took her? Like, what's going on? Well, Aaron is, like, leading the way because he saw, like, he said he saw who took her. So, yes, Aaron, you lead the way. And Amanda was led straight to Alana, who was only a few yards away from the house in the woods. There was a wound on her chin um, like underneath her chin, kind of. And so Amanda assumed that she had been stabbed or something. Like that's like kind of what the wound looked like to her was kind of like a stab wound. Um, I mean, she obviously like first glance was just like, oh my gosh, like wound on chin. Whatever. She was like seeing if she was breathing, how like what state she was in essentially. She noticed she wasn't breathing. And so Amanda started CPR while Aaron grabbed a stick out of her hair. Like there was a stick in her hair. And so Aaron decided to like pull the stick out of her hair. Uh, I don't know that that would be my like reaction to that. I don't think I would care if you had a stick in your hair, but <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, But when he did that, blood just started, like, pouring out of her head. And Aaron stated, there's a hole in the back of her head. So, what are we getting at, friends? She was shot. The wound that Amanda thought was potentially a stab wound is actually a gunshot wound. So, Amanda calls 911. She is completely frantic, you know, like... Obviously, she's devastated. Like, she just found her younger sister, and she was shot in the head. Like, and she's sitting there trying to perform CPR and keep her sister alive or try to bring her back. I don't know what, I don't know if she was alive or not still at this moment. But, you know. Anyway, so officers arrive, and they find a trail of blood from the back door across the yard to Alana's body. So that would mean that, like, some sort of altercation happened to where she was already bleeding if there was a trail of blood from the back door to the woods. Well, keep in mind, as I stated, there was 
Kool-Aid on the floor. Yeah, that wasn't Kool-Aid, friends. That was blood. So, but at first glance, I could see the confusion, like, you know, I mean, especially if it had just happened, you know, brighter. Yeah. So, um, officers are trying to figure out what was happening. Aaron, um, was having like very forced reactions and he was making sure that someone was watching him before he was forcing himself to cry. Um, he couldn't give a clear description of the assailant and what happened. Like every time that the police were asking him like what happened, like what was the guy wearing? What, how tall was he? Was he, big was he skinny was he like any what color was he wearing? you know anything like that he could not give a clear description or it would change and police even brought out canines to attempt to locate the assailant but the dogs just kept looping around to everywhere that aaron was so like they had taken them away from the crime scene obviously and taken them back to the house and so you have to think like Aaron walked in the front door, out the back door, to the woods where Alana was, to where the police had had him. The dogs were just going in a continuous loop of where Aaron had been and was. <laughs> okay. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. So Amanda and Aaron both ended up being interviewed for four hours and... I can't imagine what Amanda was feeling at this point. Like, if she was interviewed that long, like, it's like, what do you mean? Like, I just found my freaking sister. I went to go get my little brother like I'm supposed to. And then I come back and I find my freaking little sister murdered in the woods. Like, come on. Like, I can't imagine having to be interviewed for four hours. Like, anyway. So, the rule of the no shoes in the house really came back to bite Aaron in the ass hard because Aaron had taken his shoes off when they got to the house. Well, police were aware, like they had been made aware of the fact that there was the no shoes in the house rule and that his shoes were not on when like Amanda had like initially had a like interaction with him, right? When he said Alana has been taken. Uh, so police asked him to remove his shoes and he had blood on top of his sock Okay, so if they would have found blood on, like, the bottom of a sock, probably really not that suspicious, especially because there was blood all over the place. Like, this scene was horrific. Absolutely horrific. And so if he would have had blood on the bottom of a sock, that wouldn't have been suspicious at all, in my opinion, because I think he could have stepped in it at some point. It could have transferred. Not a big deal, you know, but on top of your sock? How'd you do that, Aaron? I just, oh, Aaron. So after they found the blood on top of the sock and we're like, what the heck, Aaron? You've said, like, none of this is making sense. He decided to change his statement again. And he kept, like, making comments and alluding to how Alana was shot. Um, And then he initially, or then he, like, finally said, you know, well, I had the gun and it accidentally went off. Okay. This, every single time someone gives this, we're going to side note here. Every single time someone says the gun accidentally went off. Ah, uh, that triggers me. 
pun slightly intended there because okay if you guys are not familiar with firearms at all they don't just go off there's a there's a trigger has to be pulled and a lot of guns also have a safety safety has to come off trigger pull gun boom how did it accidentally go off i okay i'm better now i needed to go on that mini rant okay so then he said that alana actually got the gun out first and they were playing with it and he accidentally shot her so he decided to move her body out of panic and threw the gun in the woods well aaron if it was an accident why did you panic like i, I why didn't you like immediately call 911 and be like oh my god i just accidentally shot my friend like I mean, I I think that would be a much more believable story as opposed to, oh, I freaked out, moved her body, and hit her in the woods, and then threw the gun in the woods so you wouldn't find it. No, Aaron, come on. Come on, man. So, Aaron ended up being charged with shooting Alana immediately. Well, while they were, you know, digging in Aaron a bit more, and obviously they're going to search his house now because, you know, he just freaking murdered somebody. They decided to look into that or look into like his house and things. Well, before Aaron was banned from the Callahan house or banned from like free reign of the Callahan Callahan house, I guess I should say, there were strange things that started happening. Um, They thought that some of their MP3 players were misplaced um, Amanda had actually lost a set of house keys, like th- just like odd things that kept going missing or whatever. And it was just more bizarre than the average, like six kids misplacing things. Well, when they searched his house, they found all of these items in Aaron's house. So where Betty Jo thought that she had locked the back door that day that Aaron came in, she had. Aaron had Amanda's house keys. How did Aaron get in the house? He had Amanda's house keys. This dude had a key. He had a freaking key, man. Like, mm. So they ended up also finding a box of ammo and a safety box to Paul's gun, the dad. Alana's dad, Paul, and it was in Aaron's house. So Paul did keep a gun in the house, um, but he kept it in his bedroom. I believe they said it was in the dresser and the gun was completely taken apart. So like, even if the kids got a hold of it, which granted he took like extreme measures to make sure that they wouldn't, but if they did, the gun was completely taken apart. So they would have had to completely put the gun together correctly before it could like even do anything and at that point i mean think about how long it would take a child to learn how to put together a gun like you know so anyway so what had happened was aaron entered the home he took his shoes off he walked behind alana shot her execution style and drug her out of the house just literally walked up to her, shot her in the back of the dang head, and 
drugged her out and hit her in the woods, but didn't hide her very well, clearly, because I guess he just led Amanda to her. I don't know, man. Um, he never did give the exact motive for why he killed her, but they assumed it was because she had gotten him banned from the house in his mind, like in his mind and in his opinion, Alana was the reason he was banned from the house. Not because he was a piece of shit, because she told on him, well, don't go in the house, Aaron. Jeez Louise, this freaking kid, man, he just, mm, he really just kind of irks my soul despite the fact that he killed some like he irks me because he killed somebody but he irks me more just in general also i guess the other thing that i'm like confused about is like he literally did it came inside and said someone took alana like he wanted to be caught for this and i don't think you can convince me otherwise because like i'm just trying to think through if I were in that scenario, um, obviously I'm not, nor will I be, but if I were, I don't think the first thing I would do would be go tattle on myself, but granted, I'm not a 14-year-old kid that just murdered somebody, so. Oh, Aaron. So, but I'm glad he did, because, like, we and Bam, it's kind of done with, you know what I mean? It doesn't bring Alana back, and it's still horrific, but at least, like, the family has, like, peace with it. Well, not even that. I don't know. Would that bring peace? Knowing that? I don't know. Mm. Okay. So on February 6, 2012, the trial started. Aaron, for some reason, pled not guilty. Don't know why, but he pled not guilty. Um, on February 9th, so keep in mind, that means this trial only lasted three days. Or I don't know how long. I don't know. But in three days, the jury found him guilty. Like, trial started February 6th, it ended February 9th, and the jury found him guilty. So, either the jury didn't deliberate at all, or this was a very short trial for a murder case. Like, murder case trials are typically pretty long. Yeah. So, Aaron was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole at 15 years old. Love that for Aaron. You deserve it, buddy. You fucking deserve that one, you piece of poop. So, anyway... That's the story of how Aaron Schmidt killed Alana Callahan. His name is actually Lacey Aaron Schmidt. I don't know if he harbors some resentment for that or what, but yeah, this story is completely fucked up in my opinion. Um, I don't know, kids killing kids just kind of, I don't know why that one gets me a little bit, but it does. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I don't, it also baffles me that the trial was only three days. Like he was, like there was a trial and that he was found guilty in three days. Like, for example, there's an episode that I've been working on for a couple weeks now, and the trial and the sentencing phase of the trial are lasting so freaking long. Like, we're, like, in a month deep at this point. Like, the trials for this stuff typically aren't so cut and dry. I don't know, man. But anyway, that's the story of Aaron Schmidt and Alana Callahan. It's pretty, um, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. I hadn't heard of this one. I found there, oh, 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 there is an episode on this. Um, it's from Killer Kids, I believe it is. Yeah, Killer Kids. If you want to watch it and, like, like, they have interviews with, like, the family and, like, the siblings and stuff like that. So, you can go watch that if you want. Yep, Killer Kids. I believe it's season one, episode one, even. 
Um, that's where I heard about this case, but other than that, I hadn't heard of it. So I was pretty excited about it. Well, that's so bad to say. You guys know what I mean, right? Okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time. Um, the spooky sesh is on Instagram, by the way. Um, you can follow us at the spooky sesh. Um, I post like pictures relating to the case. So you can like, like I can post, like I'll post pictures of Alana and Aaron. And if I can find crime scene photos, I'll post those too. Um, so that way you guys can get like some visuals of what I was talking about. You know, I love when people do that. So yeah, but if you haven't yet, go give us a follow at the spooky sesh. Awesome. I will talk to you guys next time. And until then stay spooky. Thank you.